What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, jumping right into it, the man of the hour is Vladimir Guerrero Jr. He had a three-homer night yesterday. And everyone was talking about it because, you know, we've already said it before that Vlad Jr. has arrived. He's having his breakout season that, you know, we waited. It seems like we waited so long to, to see, but we really haven't. This dude came up in 2019, and he's just 22 years old, so we need to chill. We need to chill on that. So he's he's coming into his own and he's showing us everything with the bat that we hope to see. And he hit three home runs yesterday and everyone was quick to go and look up. Had his father ever done this? We all know he is the son of a Hall of Famer. His dad never had a three homer game. So a lot of people are are wondering like, wow, okay. Could we be could we be seeing another Hall of Fame career unfolding? before our very eyes. I mean, I, I think you can think back to any sport. It's very rare to see a Hall of Famer who has a child that's better than them. Uh, we've never seen that, in baseball at least, where there's a Hall of Famer whose child was better than they were. But, I mean, Vladdy, Vladdy just had his hands all over that 9-5 to win yesterday. It was against the Nationals. And he looked very comfortable up there against Max Scherzer. Not many people can say that. Scherzer entered yesterday's game riding a streak of 17 consecutive shutout innings, but he was no match for Vlad Guerrero Jr. As a matter of fact, few pitchers have been this season. And um, yeah, so three homers, a nice hat trick. Fun fact, Max Scherzer actually pitched against Vlad Guerrero Sr. And now he's given up homers to Vlad Guerrero Jr., but... Yeah, I mean, at, at this point, we're, we're seeing Vlad do some some really fun things, and he's going to be an all-star this year, and he's just 22. So we're, we're, we're starting to see what we wanted to see for a long time. But besides his three homers, they got some decent pitching, but honestly, it was really a, a, a whole staff sort of day. Thornton started with two and a third, and then the bullpen just, they, they piecemealed it from there on out. Scherzer took the L, five innings, five earned runs with seven runs total. Tr Trey Turner turned things th turned things up for the Nats. So since Juan Soto's been out with injury, Trey Turner has been has really been picking up the slack. And he was two for four with two bombs yesterday. And then they also had a home run from Hernandez, Yadiel Hernandez. And Ryan Zimmerman, Mr. National, good old Ryan Zimmerman. Did you guys know that he's hitting 297 with a 901 OPS this year? He's batting in the three hole for them. Last night, one for three with two ribbies, and he's putting up stellar numbers. A guy who we thought was about to retire, who barely came back to play, and he was like, oh, okay, he's going to come back for one last year. And he's having a strong season. Of course, you know, it's only on a few at-bats here and there, but, I mean, starting in, in the three hole, I mean, you'll take that. You'll take that. In 14 games played, he's he's making the most of his appearances. Speaking of players who are making the most of older players, making the most of their appearances, Corey Kluber. He returned to, I don't want to say vintage Kluber, but he looked really good last night. His best start in years. And he pitched for the Yankees six and two-thirds sharp innings. And this was his longest start in more than two years. And then the offense jolted to life behind him. Aaron Judge, Kyle Higashioka, and Giancarlo Stanton all crushed home runs. And the Yankees got a 5-1 victory over the Orioles at Camden Yards. And for Kluber, 
he lowered his ERA from a 5-4-0 to a 4-1-5, and he's really pounding the zone and starting to look a lot better. He was really pounding the zone. That cutter, two-seam, slider, changeup, everything was working for him. The Yankees are actually 9-0 in games when Stanton and Judge both homer. I mean, that's uh, that's not really a surprise, if we're being honest. If both those guys are homering in a game, then, you know, it was a good game. But that's what happened yesterday. And uh, as they have those two guys healthy, they might as well rack up as many wins as they can because more often than not, one or both of those guys reach the injured list for the Yankees. That's just something that's been a reality over the past few years. But I will say that one thing to keep an eye on is the Yankees catching situation. So I mentioned Higashioka hitting a home run yesterday. He's going to be seeing a lot more playing time now. The Yankees are going to reduce Gary Sanchez's playing time. Aaron Boone spoke to Gary Sanchez and said that Kyle Higashioka had earned more playing time. And now Higgy's going to start behind the plate. Well, let me say, whether or not Higgy or Gary start is going to be a decision that's made on a day-by-day basis. But you're definitely going to be seeing more of Kyle Higashioka. And he's out to a strong start this year. He's hitting 320 with four homers and a pair of doubles through 29 trips to the plate. And... I mean, his power may seem like a sudden development all of a sudden, especially because he's 30 years old, but it's really not the case. I mean, if you look at his ISO, which is slugging minus batting average, that's 250. That's what It was 250 back in 2019. And since opening day 2020, you know, he has a, he has a 956 OPS. So he has some pop, and he just has always had a really small sample size, so you can never really see him put things together. But... We'll see what he does with more playing time now that Gary Sanchez just has not been able to to hit. Really, he hasn't been able to hit. That's that's the bottom line. But yes, yeah, Gary is in a two for twenty eight slump right now, and he just hasn't been. He wasn't good last year. He hasn't been good this year. So they're hoping that he can turn things around because we know when Gary's on, he can hit. I mean, his, his career numbers are good. He just has become pretty streaky in recent years. He's become pretty streaky and. Yankees need more than that. As far as injury notes, there are some some really notable names on the injured list. Juan Soto hopes to get back at some point. Mentioned Trey Turner picking up the slack for him. The Marlins placed Jazz Chisholm on the injured list. He has been really good this year. He has been really good. Everything that they could have hoped for. I remember when they traded Zach Gallen to get this guy. I was I was kind of scratching my head because Zach Gallen was really good and Zach Allen is really good I'm like why are you trading away a player who's only pitched well for you but what they were doing was they were getting a shortstop from the D-backs organization who had a higher ceiling and that's Jazz Chisholm so that's what we've seen so far this year is that Jazz Chisholm's ceiling is pretty pretty darn high but he's going to be on the injured list for the time being and um They've called up Isan Diaz to take his place. It's a strained left hamstring, so unfortunately you can't really rush that. And you have to give it a few weeks. Just let it heal. Hammies you can't really you can't really do much about. But that's gonna do for today, folks. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.